Welcome to the Better Brave Podcast, where you get to hear unique stories from guests like you who choose to live bravely outside of their comfort zones. I'm Candace Dudley, your host, former teacher turned online business mentor and podcaster. This podcast is for you if you're committed to living life on purpose, no more following the rules of society. Go hit the follow button if you haven't yet and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Welcome back to the podcast. Today I have Lexi Dolling on, a special guest who wears many hats. She is the owner and creator of Forever Adored Boutique. She has her own photography business called Lexi Jane Creative Co. And she also works for uh, as a mar- marketing coordinator for TravelNet Solutions and as a marketing and social media manager for Cranky Ape. So welcome to the show, Lexi. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So let's just start with you telling us just a little bit about yourself and how you became to have all these jobs. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, So thank you for the introduction. Yes, you kind of went over everything that I do right now. Um, But yeah, I do a little bit of everything. I have kind of always been multi-passionate and I came from a background of entrepreneurs. All of my parents were entrepreneurs. Um, So it's kind of something that I was raised with, but um, also something that I just have always loved doing. Um, But yeah, so starting with kind of my full-time job. Um, I'm a marketing manager for TravelNet Solutions, which is a resorts and lodges company um, that is based out of Cottage Grove, Minnesota. And I work with resorts and lodges all around the U.S. doing their email marketing campaigns throughout the month. Um, that's one of, that's a really fun job, just being able to kind of put myself in different places around the U.S. Um, when we're kind of stuck in the cold Minnesota. <laughs> so that's yeah. nice. Um, and then as far as my marketing and social media managing position at Cranky Ape, I manage all of their social media, email campaigns, things like that. Um, so that is an auction warehouse. So they auction off RVs, cars, boats, oh. snowmobiles, things like that, any ATVs. Um, but yeah, I kind of just manage all of their social media aspects there. And then as far as my own businesses, I have um, right now an online women's clothing boutique that is based out of Red Wing. And I started that um, when I was in college. I was a junior in college. And I just have always had a passion for clothes and getting into my photography business as well. That kind of blossomed, the boutique blossomed through the love for clothes and photography at the same time. Okay. Uh, so that's kind of where that came from. But yeah, so I my mission behind my boutique is I am really um, invested in just spreading the word of mental health and mm-hmm. how important that is. Um, so it's kind of like the mission behind it is just teaching women to adore themselves um, uh, even when they don't. So it's kind of where that comes okay. from. And then, yeah, I started my photography business when I was a senior in high school. I took a couple classes and I took more in college and I just love making people happy and really capturing authentic candid moments behind the camera and making them cherish those for years to come because sometimes photographs is all we have so yes oh (laughs) I love all of the messages too like the mission tied behind it so I was gonna ask which came first but I think you answered it so did your own personal businesses come before your day job so to say yes so I've always had several jobs at a time um working in college I had I just worked at Quick Trip and still did my own businesses. So yeah, my photography business started, like I said, a senior in high school. And then my boutique started when we bought our house in 2018. I was still, uh, let's see, sophomore or junior. I believe I was a junior in college. And just kind of having the space in our house was the reason why I really um, went after that dream of opening a boutique because I knew I had the 
space. I didn't really want to crowd my parents' house with the clothes, so that's yeah. why I never pursued it until I had the room. <laughs> okay, so would you per- would you attribute your, I mean, to starting your own businesses as a senior in high school and then in college, you're very young during that time. And so what do you think you can attribute those types of guts or, you know, willingness to put yourself out there and try something like that? What do you attribute that to? I think, you know, just growing up, like I said, with a background of entrepreneurs throughout my families, I have like five parents, I would say, um, through marriage and things like that. Okay. Um, and they all own their own businesses. They have my whole entire life. So my dad does um, construction. My mom has a cleaning business. My son has a hair salon. Okay. Um, my dad's family has a golf course. Oh, wow. So there's really so, a variety. <laughs> Yeah, so just kind of, um, I think, just, you know, watching them and really seeing, I know it's not an easy thing, but it definitely is more rewarding. I think I've always had that mindset is if you work for something, it's so much more rewarding than if you were, Mm. you know, just to be given it. So I think that's, I've just always thought that way. Okay, Um, yeah. I think that's kind of where it came from. Um, Yes. But yeah, I was selling clothes and purses on Poshmark since I was like 14, 15. That was my first job other than babysitting. Oh my gosh. Um, so that's kind of where I really got in the boutique world was yeah. there. So yeah, like I said, just the love for fashion. And I know that an outfit can make someone's confidence mm. feel so much better. So right. that's kind of where it all came from. <laughs> yeah, it's so much more than clothes. And so I, I just love that you've taken the time to really like have that mission behind it. And it just, that just really hits home, I'm sure, for so many people listening to this. What is it like having all of these businesses? You have a nine to five job or maybe your marketing jobs are more flexible than that, but you have a day job. And then you have these, what is it like, how do you, how do you balance the time for each of them? My full-time job, I do that. I work from home, but I do do that nine to five. And then my part-time job, I do that on the side. So kind of the evening scheduling posts, things like that okay. um, is when I do that. I would say I've always been extremely, extremely organized, which is a good and bad thing yeah. sometimes. <laughs> but that helps me with, you know, just, I really organized with, I really try to schedule my day out, honestly, hour by hour, um, okay. every day of the week <laughs> and just making sure that I'm delegating the time where it's needed. Um, I have lots of late nights, especially busy photography season time. <laughs> yes. But, but yeah, that's kind of comes with the, you know, all the jobs and things like that. But I mean, I have had, I would say three jobs ever since I was 16 so I kind of just <laughs> I'm used to it at this point yeah you're used all to all kind of friends in college used to think I was insane but yeah oh <laughs> you have some news with your your boutique is online right now but it's moving is it not it is yes so Tell I us about that. downtown Red Wing to a storefront nice. it's something that I've wanted to do since I opened my boutique um but I just haven't been in the right I guess I wouldn't say mindset, but more like situation in mm. life where I could make the time to do that. Um, so right. now that I, you know, work remote and things like that, I definitely have the flexibility and time to do that. So I'm super excited to announce that I am moving downtown Red Wing. Amazing. Do you have an opening date or a, one you're shooting for? I don't have a specific opening date yet. It'll be um, end of May, early June. Hopefully oh, okay. I'm rooting for at this time. Awesome. That's a big leap to when online is one thing, but like actually having a brick and mortar storefront with employees, the whole bit, what kind of, well, you said it's more situational for you, but what kind of prep work or things did you have to kind of get together in order to take that leap? 
So I think ever since I opened my boutique online, I did have the mindset that someday I would want to go brick and mortar. Okay. So I think that it just really stemmed from there when I was telling all my friends and family about it. They're like, oh, finally, I texted my cousin. <laughs> I'm really close to and she's like, oh my gosh, are you really? So I think that I have always really, like I said, have been in the mindset that that's where my end goal is and really manifesting that throughout my years of doing sure. online. And then I do do craft shows as well. So that's kind of right now, that's what I mainly focus on is the craft shows. I do those during busy season. So kind of close to Christmas and things like that. Sure. But yeah, I think that's just the interaction with people that I have at craft shows. I get asked a lot at craft shows where my store is. Oh, um, sure. So that's always fun to be able to actually answer them now saying I'm going to get one and not. It's just online. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I think, you know, definitely the prep work that I still have to work on still doing at this moment is you know ordering things getting Mm. you know i'm not used to filling a store so definitely that inventory and then also the um, furniture and things like that painting and stuff like that that'll need to be done but yeah i think just like i said just getting ready and amping it all up (laughs) yeah so this makes me think of i started a little online store too or a new online store i should say And the scale of, like you just mentioned, filling a store, that's going to take a lot more overhead, a lot more of a financial investment. And so I go back and forth with this new entrepreneur mindset of, you know, you have to spend the money in order to have things to have in your store. Uh, But just having that faith, ordering the right things, you're filling the store with the right things that your people want. So what kind of inner work would you say or mindset work? Or have you not noticed that yet? Maybe with your family of entrepreneurs, it's just old hat for you. But I was just thinking like that was so specific to something I'm going through right now of having to mentally be okay with spending, you know, a chunk of money on inventory, knowing that it's going to, you know, come back to you. So can you speak to that at all? You know, any entrepreneur you ask them, it definitely is sometimes trial and error. Um, You just kind of got to see what works the best. Right. Um, But yeah, I think that just really adapting right now, I have, like I said, the craft fairs, so I'm able to see kind of my clientele that I have there. So kind of working off of that and then also going with, yeah, just kind of, I do, um, some of my clothes is trendy and then some also is just comfortable. Mm. So I have, my Instagram also helps me a lot because I do lots of stories on there where people tell me, you know, if they would wear it, if they would buy it, things like that. So that's definitely something that helps me um, on the back end of what to order and things like that. Sure. Um, Yeah, I think that. I know. I think it's going to be, it will be a learning curve. I don't expect it to be easy to open. Right. Um, I definitely, there will be some things for me to learn along the way too. You mentioned a learning curve and I think that's true in any situation. And so how, I'm sure you've had plenty of them having had all this experience. So what would you, how do you keep getting through the learning curve? Sometimes that's, we say learning curve, but sometimes it's also um, maybe like a, a downfall or something happens where you've you've messed up or it didn't go how you thought and how do you continue to show up and work through that yeah I think that's definitely the definitely one of the hardest parts yeah um, for sure I would say um but I would say you know I don't like something that I always go by is if it was easy everyone would do it mm. I think is the thing that really makes me always push through and keep going um, right <laughs> Like I said, knowing ahead of time that, you know, something may not work out and kind of when I was in college, I had a 
boss who taught me, you know, even if it doesn't work out, you have, you know, for next time. Right. Um, so that's the biggest thing is just, you know, when you have those errors, learning from them and not doing them again, yeah. is definitely something that has picked me back up and knowing, you know, if I'm going to, at least I'm learning something from this and I'm not, right. you know, leaving empty handed. So that's always a good way to look at things, I think, from my end. Yes. I, I love that because I've thought the same thing too. Like, it's only really a failure. I, I used to teach elementary school and I would tell my students, you're only failed if you didn't learn anything from it. As long as we learn something from it and you're not going to do it next time, then it's, it's a win. Keep going and, and take the information. Yeah. I like that. So what kind of advice or message would you want the listeners to take away just from kind of hearing your story, hearing how you juggle different things, how you've worked through learning curves? What kind of advice do you have for the woman listening that she's obviously listened to a podcast, so we can assume that she kind of is on a personal development journey or maybe trying to start a business or start something new or make a change in her life. And so what kind of message do you have for that? This last year, I made a, a pact, you know, it's where I met you, was at one of the um, workshops that yes. I did, but I made a pact to myself. I've been doing entrepreneurship for several years now, and I was really, had a really hard time investing in myself. Mm. Um, and so I think that I would say, you know, invest in yourself and invest in your business. It'll take you a long ways. I've done, I did the workshop for, um, for entrepreneurs. And then I also just went to a photography workshop in Arizona and oh, awesome. I have learned so much from both of them alone. And I'm just so glad that I decided to really invest in my businesses this year. I know that I've learned it'll come back tenfold when you invest in yourself yeah. and your business. Um, but yeah, so I would say invest in yourself. And also, um, I guess I do have a quote to share with you that yes. is my favorite quote that I always live by. So it is build your own dreams or someone will hire you to build theirs. Mm. And I think that's super important because um, I know obviously I have a full-time job too and my own businesses, but I think it just hits home, especially for entrepreneurs. You can help someone with their business or you can build your own. That's always so fun to think. I think I just live by that every day. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's It can be, it can be a, I think that quote maybe could be a gut punch for some people if they're not living it yet but once you take that leap it's such an empowering feeling and and it just is like yeah I'm not no longer I'm gonna sit on the sidelines and I wish I should have said in the beginning of the episode like how we actually know each other because we met at someone I've had Andrea my friend Andrea Hansen on the show before and she hosted an entrepreneurial workshop event in Red Wing a few months ago now and we both showed up there on a whim I think both wanting to invest in ourselves. And so we met and now I've been kind of following Lexi and snooping on her social media. And I was like, you know, I think you have a unique story, especially with starting all these businesses so young. It's so inspiring because I'm 36 and I just started my businesses in the last year or two. And uh, to just to hear you just taking that leap, I just think that's really cool because it felt super hard for me. And the way you're talking about it, it just kind of feels like it takes that hard away, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Extra shout out to Andrea because she's the reason why I'm getting my brick and mortar. So. Yes. Isn't she such the connector? And <laughs> she's she, over her space. So yes. She's, yeah, she's great and so helpful. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So her. if you know shout where out. the current Filio Style Boutique is, that is where Lexi's store is going to be because Filio Style is moving around the corner onto Main Street. So Big things happening for our little local area if you live in, near Red Wing, uh, Minnesota. So 
so fun to have you on, Lexi. Thank you for sharing. I know this is the first time you've done something like this. So thanks for being willing to push that comfort zone of yours and tell us where the listeners can find you. Yes. Thank you for having me. So I have a couple Instagram accounts. I just created a new account for my photography um, for seniors. So that that will be um, uh, just Instagram.com slash Lexi Jane seniors. That way I'm able to really push that senior content to the seniors and they're Perfect. not having to look at the weddings and things like that. Yeah. It's a little ahead of the game for them. <laughs> and then as far as my photography business, that is just Instagram.com slash Lexi Jane Creative Co. Okay. Um, and my boutique is also Instagram.com slash shop forever adored. Okay, perfect. And my website is shop forever adored.com for my boutique. Okay. Awesome. And I'll link that all in the show notes. Just perfect. head over to the show notes and it'll all be linked there. So thank you so much again. Uh, and to our listeners, have a better brave day. Hey, thanks for being here. I love being able to highlight entrepreneurial journeys because no two are the same. To grab my free sales page planner or to book a discovery call with me, head to the show notes. Finally, please leave a quick review so I can continue this work. See you next week.